Bij Burger King gebeuren spannende dingen. Wat dacht je van een classic cheeseburger, chicken nugget burger of sundae voor maar 1 euro per stuk? En dat is nog niet alles. Alle King deals zijn maar 1 euro. Haal ze nu alleen bij Burger King. It's podcast time. There's no guy today. Guy is uh, guy is away from us today, so it's uh, Richard and Dave. It's Richard and nice Dave. To you, nice to have you back, there, yeah, thank uh, Rich. You. I know you're in the middle of uh, uh, this this uh, tour by sports wars thing, which we've referred to each week. That Good. You've been absent. And, Good. Uh, that's um, a big I've been night out. coming up tomorrow night, isn't it? We're recording this on Wednesday. I've been out all hours um, making videos and meeting you people. Have and a lot of deserving. Oh, it's wonderful. It's, it's, it's really it's inspirational sometimes getting out and meeting people and uh, realizing that there's story. There are really good stories out there. So. Yeah, quite. So and that's and all of course, good. an awful lot of people in the inevitably in these awards, people don't win, who maybe in another year or by would any other standards would deserve yeah. to win. So uh, would would Talk United win anything this year, Dave? Is that, is I a, don't think so. It's oh, a bit yeah. of a shame. United have in the past. You know, figured yeah. in these things, and Kevin um, is coming along to the awards on Thursday, though. So yeah, well done to him. Um, and he's going to do a Q and A, so he's putting a brave face. Yeah, and he's uh, never, he's never, he's never shirked avoided from that, these no, moments, has no, he? So no. um, just, just before we move on. We are recording this on Wednesday because of Sports Awards commitments and because of your yes, personal I'm, commitments tomorrow. Right. So this is this is a Wednesday edition to be published on Thursday. So if any, anything big changes, um, that's why we haven't talked about it. No, so no. let's if, talk if, about... If Jamie Vardy is signed in the yeah. meantime, <laughs> that's why we haven't referred it, to it. Exactly. I mean, anything weird happens like Kiefer Moore goes to Ipswich, you know... Well, <laughs> that ain't going to happen, is it? No, never. So let's talk about... First of all, first things first. Go go for it. The, yeah. the, the, the three results, the three bad results in a yes. row, and Saturday's defeat at on Maidstone. Saturday coming on top of it at Maidstone. Yeah. Um, uh, not just what happened up at the all-weather pitch at the Gallagher Stadium, um, but the effect it had on the bottom half of the table, or the, the you know the, the 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 bottom third of the table yeah. really, um, and where it leaves United, which by any standards I think is means is is in trouble. Um, uh, the score was 2-1, which was one thing. A great turnout again of United fans. They increasingly carry on. Boosted by, inevitably, the, sort yeah. of the, the exiled fans yeah. from London. Um, uh, and, even, and for them, there's a new stand going up at the it Gallagher like Stadium the on one end. I saw, a really nice stadium. It's going to be a very nice stadium yeah. indeed. But the, the new stand where the away fans would normally have gone is, is, is going up, so they weren't allowed in there. So... Not only did a quite a good crowd of them turn up, as as they always do up in that part of the world, um, but they didn't have a great view, <laughs> and what they did see, they weren't happy with. And, Remember and that game at Blackpool which years ago when the fans the were half a mile away yeah, from the pitch. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I, yeah. I digress. But no, no, no. When we had a chance to get through to the yeah, fourth fifth round, round, fifth round, fifth, fifth round. round. Yeah, 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 yeah. Blackpool, I think, lost to QPR in the next mm. round. We never really turned up that day, did we? No, it was a poor no. Game. But. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, it takes quite a lot for United fans to lose it. Um, uh, uh, and I can remember a couple of times this season. It happened at Boreham Wood when they lost 2-0 very tamely. Um, it happened at Basingstoke last year in the Cup when United went down 3-0 mm -hmm. there. And there were some pretty angry supporters at the final whistle on Saturday. Okay. And, and for the life of me, I can't honestly blame them. Um, United lost 2-1. Uh, that that was less important for me and for an awful lot of other people there than the fact that it could have been four or five and they could hardly have complained. Um, uh, and especially on top of that, it just underlines, doesn't it, how 
narrow the line is between success and failure, yes, particularly yeah. mentally as much as anything else. Maidstone completely dominated the match. They should have been two or three up at least by half-time. United didn't test their keeper until early in the second half. Maidstone take the lead, deservedly, and you think, well, you know, there's only one team can possibly win <clears> this. And then United equalised. They send, uh, Kevin Nicholson sent um, Brett Williams on, just as he had done against Woking the previous week. He scores a brilliant equaliser. I've seen out of nothing. It's fantastic. Yeah. Out of nothing. Uh, um, left-footed volley. Uh, a left-foot volley from 22, 23 yards out after muscling the defender aside mm. on a good old-fashioned hoik over the top. We but looked at it, didn't we? And we were trying to work out whether it was a foul, but actually it was. It was just he's just, just been stronger, been stronger, That's and right. the old-fashioned shoulder barge. Correct. I'm not sure if it's is is legal or legal illegal anymore. Uh, well, I think the shoulder one is. It's, yeah. it's just how the referee sort of referees view it. But, yeah. um, but it, it, there was no football involved. Uh, um, a man, Verm, has done quite well. He's got the ball under control in midfield and he's just whacked it straight over their back four. Williams is in and a great, great finish. And for all Maidstone's superiority up to that point, it was almost like somebody had flipped a switch. United immediately started looking like a football team. Maidstone, alarm bells ringing all over the mm. place because all season they've been doing this, apparently dominating teams, making chances, failing to death, and they've ended up with the worst home record in the division, or they had one before kickoff on Saturday. United had a chance for Jamie Reid, who had also gone on uh, from a cross by Fitzpatrick. The keeper keeps that one out. They then go up the other end and score 2-1. Uh, um, this lad, Loza, from, used to be at Norwich, had been out on loan lots of places. United never got to grips with him on Saturday. And then United get a penalty. And the more you look at the penalty incident, yeah. the more fortunate you think that Brett Williams was. There doesn't he, seem to be any contact at well, all. Really, he, um, th there is contact, but it's not but the not contact that sends him down. Yeah. He, the, 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 I'm sure the, the, the uh, defender, Achimpong, uh, no relation to United's Achimpong, <laughs> by the way, um, uh, um, you know, ha, ha, there's been some contact there, but 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 it's Brett, upper body rather than feet. <laughs> that's and right, it, uh, and, and Brett actually goes over, <laughs> you know, as almost, if been tripped. That's right. Yeah. Penalty. The yeah. referee's given the penalty. And you think, we're back in this. Somehow we're going to come out of this with a two-all draw. And Brett runs up, goes for placement, but not only does he not place it very well, the keeper was able to dive to his left and get two touches on the ball before spooning it behind the goal. And, you know... And there go. And, and, and well, there's no way we're coming yeah. back from that. And in the end, it took Brendan Moore... I'm, you know, I'm, it's not my job to feel sorry for anybody, but uh, I'm fed up reporting Brendan Moore being <laughs> the, the United's best player. Um, and he was again on Saturday. So a really disappointing outcome to that. And, and then you get back and you start looking at the results. And the yes. effect of it is two points now off the relegation zone. But not only that, but only five points off bottom spot. And Kevin Nicholson said in his interview afterwards, he, he did come out with a quote saying, last season we were the hunters, and there's a sort of a dot, dot, dot behind that. In other words, <laughs> United are one of the hunteds now. This season, yeah. And um, you look at the results on Saturday. Geisley won at Macclesfield. Um, uh, York beat Barrow. Uh, uh, North Ferriby, who everybody expects to go down, won at Southport, who themselves won at Barrow a week or so ago. So all it's those been clubs been like that quite a lot this it season. It has. In other words, there's it? no one cast adrift yeah. like there usually is. <laughs> in last season's case, it looked yeah. like being United, and they hauled it back. But in other words, this is going to be one hell of a scrap between now and the end of the season to set to stay up. And United we don't do dull, do we? 
No, we don't. <laughs> no. So you know the situation <coughs> is is is, <coughs> is perilous. Uh, you know at the moment, and and we'll move on reasonably quickly, or else we'll all have a collect- yeah. We'll all feel like throwing ourselves in the harbour, won't we? But um, uh, uh, it, you know this is a big, big job, and United have got to stop this rot. Uh, um, you know pretty quickly and find a way of winning some football matches. H- how um, do they stop it? I mean, well, I'm, I'm uh, not asking you to come no, up with the no, uh, no, no, because, the, the, because the all conquering answer. That, that, that's right. I I do think they desperately need some per- some new personnel. It's it's since Blissett and Stroke Keeper Moore left, uh, they are crying out for a centre forward. And from a purely fairly simple, straightforward tactical point of view, if you're going to play with Sparks on the left and Fitzpatrick on the right, you've got to have a proper centre forward in the mm. middle to justify that, haven't you? Um, and uh, you know, Sean Howard is a is a great pro and, a, and, a, and you know a, a decent player but he isn't a, an old fashioned number nine no. uh, and, and I just can't help feeling that in these circumstances and nor is Williams either is and he? nor is Williams yeah. they're both almost sort of like second strikers aren't yeah. they um, uh, Harrod is, 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 did his best on his own up front but, but, but um, you know he got precious little change out of the two Maidstone centre backs on Saturday and, and, and anyway with, with, with someone like Harrod up front you're going to have to drop the ball into his feet or into his body. There's no point lumping it in the air to him. Mm. And with the best one in the world, you know, we're not playing that great at the moment. The service isn't going to be perfect. And you need somebody that just is going to make the, the best of a bad job of them. Um, and, and, you know, it, it's a, Kevin Nicholson had a huge disappointment when Keeper Moore, you know, that deal was done effectively to bring him back with money being paid, a transfer fee, and, and the wages. And then, you know, uh, for Kevin Nicholson, you know, literally in the last minute almost... That must have been a horrible phone exactly, call to take. Exactly, from when he got the call yeah. to say that he was, he was going to Ipswich. And, and um, so that's a setback. But football, this is what football and life's about, isn't it? You, you, and <laughs> you, there's an old old saying in football, always have a plan B. Mm. And, um, you know, it isn't easy, but United have got to get <clears> somebody... Who everybody in the rest of the team, whether it's full-backs, midfield players, whatever, can aim at. Mm. Um, uh, it sounds a bit brutal and one-dimensional, but that's where United are at the moment. In other words, old old sayings: you play your way to promotion and you fight your way out of trouble. And United at the moment are, for me, if you'd if you'd looked at last Saturday's game at Maidstone, the, the, the one th- worrying thing was, and we'll stop this now. Maidstone won more tackles than United. I know it was a, it's an all-weather pitch, and I know there's a temptation to try and nick the ball so you're ready to play again. But sooner or later, when you're in trouble, you have got to win more tackles than the, oppos- than the opposition, or else you're asking for trouble. And at the moment, I don't think United are winning enough challenges. They're not winning enough second balls. All those ugly bits and pieces type stuff that enables you to get in games, stay in matches, mm. and give yourself a chance of, of, of picking up points. Um, we'll, we'll look forward to Saturday in Gateshead uh, shortly, in a couple of minutes. and also we'll we'll talk about the reintroduction of Luke Young, which was one yeah. of the positives from well, Saturday. Yes, let, let, let's try and finish on a, on a, on, yeah. a, on, a, on a more cheerful note. But, but in the meantime, yeah, let's look at okay. Well, the, no players have come in, but but three employees have been yeah. brought in. Um, yeah. Jeff Harrop as general manager. Um, a return for Tim Herbert as um, club, secretary. club secretary, and Mel Heyman, the daughter of um, Ian Heyman, the former director, yep. is coming in as financial, uh, financial officer yeah. or controller, yeah. whatever the title is. So, what do you make of those appointments? Well, I, 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 I think that Mel Heyman's return has been on the cards for a little while. Um, uh, 
um, uh, and that, that wasn't a surprise. Neither were either of the other two, to be perfectly honest with you. Tim Herbert had been working, helping out part-time for a little while. Um, he was a very popular and effective operations manager, I think that was his We, we liked before. him, don't we? Well, because it wasn't just it was that. He, it, it was easy to work with. Very, uh, very, uh, he's very capable, uh, um, uh, very personable, got his head screwed on, you know, um, gets on with people well and is very efficient. Yeah. Uh, he's been working with Plymouth Argyles Community Trust uh, since he left Playmore, amongst other things, he's been doing other bits and pieces. And I, somebody in that role who knows the territory, who knows the admin, who knows the regulations. I mean, Tim Herbert was able to go straight up to uh, um, Telford last Thursday mm. for the National League meeting, you know, knowing the territory, yeah. uh, um, which is a, a big which is plus. some someone we haven't um, had. Rob for a Stanley, while. the former uh, general manager. Um, who hasn't been working at the club the last few weeks? Uh, I understand he's reverted back to safety officer again. So Tim has Tim Herbert has come in there, and then obviously this the the, the return, if you like, of Jeff Harrop as general mm, manager. Interesting now, one. Well, it is, and I don't think anybody was huge rumored for a long time. Yes, that's yeah. right. Mainly because J Jeff Harrop has been very close to um, uh, Clark Osborne and Gaming International almost from the word go. Um, he was able to sign off at Yeovil, although I was going to say he yeah. came in a bit sooner than we expected. Maybe. Well, yeah. I mean, we 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 thought yes, he'll be coming back, but we thought he would finish off his his contract at Yeovil first. Yeah, I think he's he's obviously secured a, a yeah. release there, and and from Yeovil's point of view, I, I'm, it's just like a bit like a player, isn't it? They don't want somebody working there whose hearts somewhere else, do they? And uh, he was able to say goodbye at Yeovil by clinching what should be a very lucrative transfer mm. of, a, of a young Torquay striker yeah. by the name of Callum Morton to West Bromwich Albion. It's a parting gift for them. It was, maybe, and, yeah. and uh, although he, I think he's, he's overseeing a couple of Yeovil youth matches this week before he sort of really gets stuck in at playing more, he has been there, he's met all the staff, um, and, uh, uh, or re-met them. <laughs> yep. um, and he's obviously going to be an absolutely key figure uh, in, in the future. Uh, his on, a, remit, on a day-to-day -day basis. His remit seems to be to to guide this five-year plan that Clark Osborne has been talking about. I, th I, I think Jeff Harrop will be basically guiding the, the, club. <laughs> the club full stop. Yeah. Uh, um, five-year plans, I've never been all that impressed no, with you said that like five-year <laughs> plans. Um, I, I mean, I notice in, in, in one of the... By the way, um, uh, uh, the Talk United Supporters Trust, TUST, met with um, uh, uh, Riviera Stadium Limited, as, they, as the owners are now. Um, and a number of, of topics came up. By the way, it's quite interesting that Tust, who, who, who have been pretty critical, I think, uh, that's, even they wouldn't uh, of, deny of, that, yeah. of, of, of how things have been shaping up, um, seem to have established a quite a good relationship early on with um, uh, Riviera Stadium Limited. I, it doesn't mean that they're about to roll over and kick their legs in the air, but um, <laughs> I think they've at least got a proper working relationship with them. Which is good uh, to see. Which is good yeah. to see. And amongst the, 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 um, uh, the, the points that uh, Chris Rich, who, by the way, is Clark Osborne's number two, he, he, he sort of met with them last week, um, were, were that there were, the priorities are consolidation, sustainability... And planning for the club's promotion. Now, uh, I'm 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 never <coughs> a great one for planning when you get to promotion. In my experience, and I'm sure most Talk United supporters, promotion has often come as a quite a pleasant surprise. Yes. Um, you can plan all you like. Yeah. Uh, uh, what 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 you you do is you get a, 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 give a manager the resources to try and get a team together, 
uh, and if he does that job well enough and gets a good enough team together, you go for it with, yeah. with, with all guns blazing. You don't say, well, maybe not this year, perhaps we'll have a go next year. Yeah. No, it doesn't work like that. Um, I remember when the best team that you and I have seen at Torquay for 30 or 40 years, Leroy Rossini's side, won automatic promotion. There's no way that, um, bless them, Mike and Sue Bateson had actually planned to go, no. up, to go up that year. No. Uh, and they won automatic promotion with the best football we've, you know, uh, you know it was almost dream, dream-like, Absolutely. wasn't it? Yeah. Now, we'll, so it'll we'll be a long time before we see another team like that. Well, yes. But, even, but, you know, and, and we've said before, even teams... In the, the 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 first division nowadays wouldn't come near that. that, that I, I, I you know I mean you can get all you know uh, misty, uh, eyed, re- yeah, misty yeah. eyed about these things can't you? But but when you you know I mean when you, <laughs> I dread to think what that team would have done to probably to League Two that this yeah. year, let alone the, I mean obviously they weren't in yeah. the conference, but um, uh, but anyway that's another topic altogether. But that was not a kind of planned for promotion. Yeah. You know you when promotion comes along you you, you get yourself a budget together which gives the manager a proper chance, and if the right people happen to slot into the right places and you can keep them fit and keep them out there, you go for it that year. You, you, make, you make hay. You make yeah, hay while yeah. the sun shines. Yeah. You don't sort of say, well, no, no, let, let, let's, let, let's, you know, we, we, we won't sign this last couple of players. We'll, we'll get them in the summer and then we'll have a real go next year. It doesn't work like that. You lose your best players if that happens. And I, I think the sooner United, you know, first of all, top priority, stay up, top priority, make sure they, t- they stay out, which may actually cost a few bob. Mm. You know, I, I think the new owners and, and, and Jeff Harrop probably need to get their heads around that pretty quickly. In fairness to them, by all accounts, they were prepared to pay money for Kiefer Moore, mm. so that is actually quite a good sign that they do realise that there's a need for investment in the team now, mm. not in six months' time or, or in eight months' time. The top, top priority is to make sure that Talking Now do not finish in that bottom four. Because if that happens, then an awful lot of other things start not to happen. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that, that, that for me is, is, you know, let's just get stuck into this business of keeping United up this year. And then if all of a sudden, you know, who knows what happens in the summer? Who knows what sort of budgets may be available? Who knows... You know who will be here and what sort of players will be watching next season. You can turn the thing around, especially at a club like Torquay, where the gates can pick up quite quickly. You can turn it round quite quite quickly as well. So, um, but anyway, that, that that that's in the future. But no, the, um, uh, uh, there's, there's uh, we, we've done a piece in the paper this week, haven't we, about about uh, um, the fact that Clark Osborne has made absolutely no. <laughs> he's not exactly. Um, held back from, uh, I'm sure he wouldn't like to be com- <laughs> compared with Donald Trump, but um, you know he is doing exactly what uh, um, he said he would do. He said yeah. he would do, and the freehold of Plainmore is definitely up for discussion. And it appears uh, that they are already having those discussions with Torby Council. I'm, I'm not quite sure when when a chat, when an informal chat, becomes a proper discussion or or. or uh, or negotiations, but it the, appears the term to have been... used previously was was sitting down with. Yes. Well, if they were standing up, <laughs> then you deny that you were sitting down with them, don't you? I think uh, yeah. So it's, it's all semantics, isn't it? Um, so that appears to be happening. Um, uh, the, the, the the matter wasn't discussed at a committee meeting of, of a fairly key committee key committee meeting last week. It may well be discussed at the next. Um, meeting of the uh, policy and group de- development and decision group meeting next month, which is first week or just after the first week of next month, I think. 
Um, and I think there is an intention to have some sort of decision on whether the council reviews the lease okay. of Plainmore by the end of March. There will obviously be a full council meeting before mm. then. And Of course, um, for, for, for those who don't know, the, the, the sports ground leases in Torbay are a very hot subject at the moment anyway because absolutely. the council are increasing them. Um, there, there are a lot of clubs, Torbay Athletic Club, Walden Athletic, who are talking to the council at the moment, any, at the, the Carey Park, bowls clubs. It's all up for discussion. Yeah. The, the council want to bring in more money from their leases. They're under huge And a pressure, lot of those leases are peppercorn leases. So yeah. it's, 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 a, it's a, an avenue that they can and look And a very at. emotional subject as emotional well. Emotional avenue. Yeah. And, and, and I think Torquay's ground is, is just a part of that wider discussion. Yes. So if you get into the stage where the councillors are, are, are saying, well, we're going to review the lease anyway, exactly. then, then that yeah. is a kind of a, 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 a push-off point for mm. possible negotiations over, 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 over uh, Riviera Stadium Limited actually buying the, buying yeah. the ground. Now, I understand that, that uh, the, the community, not the community trust, TUST, are not actually against that happening in principle. You would think that uh, yep. uh, that Tust would be pre prepared to barricade themselves outside the ground and say over our dead bodies. Yep. I don't think that's the case, but they have got certain safeguards already written in, and I th I think that that they want they want assurances about you know whether this is in the best interests of the football club long term, um, and you know uh, I'm sure also it's fairly clear that um, Clark Osborne and, and, and RSL are talking to the council about wider sports facilities. In other words, it should be seen in the context of Torquay United, Plainmore, and that whole deal yep. as part of a possible future complex. Let's say squash courts and this and that. I mean, we, we don't know. No, but that's, I, that I think you put, you know... Schools, I, abilities right. to be able to use... All the, that kind yeah. of stuff. You know, it, it, it's, it's, it's that sort of a package. Um, but, all, but basically, the message is they're not one, waiting... One direction play in there in the summer? <laughs> yeah. Is oh, that kind of thing? Dear, dear. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be there, Richard, won't you? Um, <laughs> I think they split up. I haven't got a clue, to be honest. <laughs> um, but basically, uh, um, if anybody expected... Riviera Stadium Limited to sort of have a, a nice period of gentle settling in before they start no, dealing with it. So they, 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 yeah. they, are, they are tackling this straight away. But personally speaking, and that was a little point we were trying to make in the piece in the paper today, was I think most United fans will turn around and say, yeah, 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 that's fine. Just make sure we bloody stay up. Yeah. You know, you can talk about new stadiums and play more until you're blue in the face. You talk United in the National League South is not an option, mm. um, uh, and that must be the top priority. Okay, um, the new way that we're recording the podcast means we're doing it in one chunk, we and are. we're on 20, almost 23 minutes today, so let's cool. have a little talk about yes, this coming Saturday. Yep. And, um, there is a and huge game, is there not? Yeah, and, and let's, let's keep it tight, shall we, and then, and then let people go and have their cup of tea or whatever. <laughs> well, we're, we're halfway through ours, yeah. but uh, no, massive game. Yeah, I mean, Gateshead. Cliche, cliche, cliche. Of course it is. Gateshead at home. United cannot afford a fourth successive defeat. I don't remember our record against Gateshead being too good. This no, this, they usually this win here. The they, 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 they win yeah. here, and we win up. We get points up there very yeah, often. Okay. But um, uh, uh, you know, uh, Kevin Nicholson has you know he's he's a you know very honest and and you know clued up guy in in terms of public perceptions. 
Um, uh, uh, he, he, he is under pressure. Of course he's under pressure. He, he, he knows that. He can't afford a fourth successive defeat. I wouldn't have thought on Saturday. But no, nobody can. The club can't, especially with the, with the chasing pack picking up mm. speed. Um, and this is a chance you know, for United. I know they've had Borenwood and they've had Woking and they were chances as well. But in front of you know, their own fans to sort of make a statement and say, look, we are not patsies here. We are not a soft touch. You know, anybody that wants to beat Talking United between now and the end of the season is going to have to fight for it. Mm. And, and that's and what Luke Young said to you in the paper this week, wasn't it? It, it was, in a way. And, and, and also, Kevin Nicholson has referred to the fact that the, 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 the difference between at the moment, last season and this, is that last season... You know, United's team over the last few weeks, <coughs> Jurel Berry was, was playing then, obviously. Angus MacDonald, Nathan Smith, Dan mm. Butler, Nathan Blissett up front. Uh, with scoring, Hatton, goals. scoring goals. Scoring yeah, goals yeah. and, and Harrod alongside him. Danny Racky in midfield. Mm. <laughs> Weird and wonderful character, but, but w- on his day, wasn't yeah. afraid to put his foot in and point a few fingers, etc., etc. United had that fighting resilience and core. Now, at the moment... In the last three performances, they haven't shown that. And they're going to have to start showing it, no matter who they get in. Uh, and Saturday at home to Gateshead, the Playmore fans will get behind the team all day long, as, as long as they can see people getting stuck in and, 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 and fighting. And so that's, a, 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 that's part of what makes it such an important match, leave aside the points and the league situation. But, fingers crossed, Luke Young has another good week in training. Uh, well, he got, a, bit, he got a bit of a surprise that he got he started I, on Saturday. Or? My my gut feeling was that he would he would be on the bench and yeah. come on. And also I, I, on that surface as well, it, I yes. thought you know well, I think the we injury. all thought, put all those factors yeah. together that he might start on the bench. But actually, if you think about it from Kevin Nicholson's point of view, if he's fit enough to be on the bench, yeah, of course, then he's fit enough yeah. to get out there and, and play for an hour. Yeah, uh, and that was the plan. Um, it was brought forward by a few minutes by them, by Mason taking the lead, and that immediately sparked the two changes. United went from a formation with, where Young played the kind of midfield anchor man, and Harrod was on his own up front. Surprised Young wasn't a bit further forward? Again, that's something that I thought might happen, but it didn't. Um, uh, and then United went from basically to, to an old fashioned 4 4 2 with um, Williams and Jamie Reid up front. Um, and um, but you know Luke Young got a good fifty six minutes out there. I think it was nearly an hour. Um, I thought he did okay. Uh, being Luke Young, he, he he went for a couple of um, Aaron Rodgers type hail mary passes, and they didn't quite come off. But you always want him to to try those because they're so damaging. You and know, also and the, the, the surface yeah may not have helped in that respect. No, either. that's right. I thought his mobility looked pretty good. By his own admission, he still thinks there's a bit more to come there, which is quite right. He seems very upbeat. Uh, um, he hasn't had any real problems because he hasn't had surgery this time. It's been, no. you know, it's been treatment and rest to get him over this injury. And of course, it's a different knee to last year's, you know, bad one. Um, but no, him coming back must be a huge plus. It gives Kevin Nicholson different options in midfield. Damon Latherup isn't far behind either, okay. so that provides real competition, and that's why. Nicholson, I don't think, is really looking in midfield for his next signings. He's much more concerned about what's happening at the back and what's not happening up front. OK, so Saturday, 3pm, massive game. Long way for the, the, the opponents to come, but uh, we'll give them a good As reception. it always is when we go up there. Exactly, exactly. And, uh, and we'll speak Very to, you, we'll speak Very to you all again next week. And as Guy always says, come on you goals. Or is it come on you yellows? Come on you yellows. Come on you yellows. <laughs>